0: Hi everyone, before we get started, I listened to my podcast just a minute ago, and I want to apologize for the sound quality. I actually think it has to do with our air conditioner, so I need to work on that, and I apologize, but this podcast is gold, and so I really hope you listen to the end. It's just the beginning that is a little more noticeable than when it really dives in. So that's number one. And number two, in my excitement (laughs) with starting the episode, which is so like me, to be honest, I did not preface about what I'm talking about in terms of gates and channels and the things I referenced in the beginning of this podcast. And those things tie back to my human design chart. So if you are someone who is just um, not familiar with human design at all. And I know I mentioned it in the title, but I did not do a good job of keying up the podcast in terms of what I'm talking about. So I'm keeping the podcast as is because I love it. I love the energy. I love everything I shared. So I don't want to redo it. I wanted to keep it as is. And I also think this is important thing to show to other people is progress over perfection. And so many people out there try to get everything perfect, especially in the podcasting world, it is taught to make sure your sound quality is perfect. And quite frankly, there's so many other dynamics that go into being a podcaster that are above and beyond (laughs) worrying about the sound. So, um, and that's something that I would love to help someone on if they are on this journey of speaking, writing, being a podcaster, being a YouTuber, being comfortable, sharing, building confidence, and all the things that go into that. So that is all I wanted to say. Thanks again for being here. Now onto the podcast. Welcome to this week's The Success Codes podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Van Fleet, and we are going to dive right in because I am super excited to talk about this topic today, which is your belief systems, human design, and other personal development assessments and systems that are out there in the world. So welcome, and thank you for joining me. And I do realize (laughs) that this podcast may ruffle a few feathers, and I'm okay with that. Why? because 51 is my conscious sun sign, which is also my gene key. They're the same things if people didn't know that out there. And 51 is the gate of shock. It's the gate of shock. And I need to live more in my gate of 51. (laughs) I love that. I love shocking people. I love being a contrarian. I love being sassy and sarcastic and people meet me and they're like, oh, that's not what I was expecting because I'm actually a really nice person, very compassionate, so it's kind of funny. I guess I just love being shocking. And I'm going to be doing a drawing for a free mini human design reading, and I might do more than one, I'm not really sure, we'll see how it goes Uh, sometime this week or next week. And the question will be around, who else is a 51 gate? (laughs) I love it. It's really wild. So now, so if you are not following me on Instagram, which is Melinda underscore Van Fleet, Facebook, or LinkedIn, follow me. Connect say hello. That would be lovely. I love to hear from people. I love when people email me back after I send out an email newsletter. I love that. It like really makes my day and they're just like saying hi. They're like this really resonated. This was a great message and they share something about themselves. Like it lights me up. That's my favorite thing when I wake up in the morning and I see an email like that. I'm like oh my gosh this is amazing. I love it. So if you are also not on my email list you can go to my website. Uh, you can sign up uh, through there. If you're having problems, just email me or just message me on one of the platforms. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm I'm just one of those people that I'm always like checking things here and there within boundaries. I know when to stop. Hence I am a generator, which we'll talk about in a second. And yeah, just reach out. So anywho, what we're gonna talk about today is so important. And I have a lot to say on the topic, so. Again, why I want to get started. But human design is one of the two tools I use within my coaching, mentoring, and even consulting if someone chooses to use these tools as well. I'm more than happy to include them. Practice. And if you don't know what human design is, definitely just go to my website and read a little more. You can Google it. I know there's going to be people listening to this podcast that already know what human design is. So I, I really just, in the essence of time, want to dive right in. But the thing about any type of assessment in general, you have to really realize like it's what your belief system is. And if you are not someone who believes in human design, this just isn't gonna resonate with you. And your belief system can definitely evolve over time. I think that's really important. So I'm going to share this story about crystals. So when I started really getting very embodied in my spiritual practice and my spiritual awakening, which I would say was like 2018, because that's when I started meditating, I went into a shop that no longer exists here in the Keys that was a metaphysical shop. She sold crystals and she did hypnotherapy. And I was drawn to go in the shop because I was looking to have a tarot card reading and my very good friend Danielle was like, hey, you know, I think this shop, even if she doesn't do tarot card reading, she may know someone. So I went into the shop and I met with the shop owner and correct, she didn't do tarot card readings, but she had all these crystals everywhere. And I said to her, I said, you know, am I like a a bad spiritual person because I just don't get into crystals? And she looked right at me, and I'll never forget this. And she said, no, not at all. They just haven't called to you yet. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. It just hasn't called to me yet. i never heard that before. So I tucked that into my back pocket. And I want to say maybe two years later, maybe 2020. I, I really don't remember exactly. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, not the day after, but not like a super long time later, all of a sudden I just felt really called to crystals. And now I have like a lot of crystals. Ryan loves crystals. I even have three Anagi crystals, which I'll put the link. I'm an affiliate for Anagi. I'll put the link in the show notes. There's a whole other like major boost of crystals. And I love them. I carry them in my purse I put them in my pocket if I have a shorts or skirt or dress with pockets I have a crystal in my pocket do they like make something really like magically like appear out of nowhere no I'm not cuckoo <laughs> I just like them they're fun I even talked about how you know I have two crystal necklaces from Quartz Co which is Christina Rice's company and I can put that in those show notes as well and I just love them you know truly if you do a lot of studying and and someone I do follow you know that I won't even get into on this podcast because I don't want people to like really think I've like lost it but if like this person is like truly incredible and what he channels and that person's um energy that he channels like has literally said like no crystals are an enhancer crystals are an enhancer like they do enhance and I do believe that like when I held crystals in my hand and was at the worldwide metaphysical tribe in August of gosh I'm like dating myself August of 2022 2021 anywho I'll put that medium link in my show notes I channeled extraterrestrials like I did there's a picture of me it's crazy like did anything weird happen to me no it was really part of a whole like connecting the dots with another person that would happen to be sitting in that circle which is explained in the YouTube video again I will put this link in the show notes if you want to go down a rabbit hole but I was holding crystals in my hand and you know crystals are in your phone crystals are in your computer so even if you're someone listening to this and you're very 3D which is fine like just be aware like crystals are everywhere (laughs) crystals are a conductor they are a conductor like that's what they are literally that's what they are so and they're from the earth like you can put them outside I remember when Sienna my niece had too many crystals and she was like I'm just gonna put them in a shoebox and put them away I was like no put them in your garden put them outside and she was like well aren't they gonna get ruined I was like no Sienna, they they came from the earth. <laughs> put them outside. Just put them in your garden. It's great. They're just conductors, right? So my point is, is that you know it eventually called to me, but I didn't like worry about it. I didn't judge it. I didn't judge someone that was into crystals. I just was like kind of like neutral about it, right? I was like, oh, whatever. And then you know, like two years later, I really discovered crystals, and now I I just love them. They're like one of the things I truly love. But you know, if someone took them all away from me tomorrow, I would be okay. (laughs) Like I wouldn't like fall over and die or something. Like I would be fine. Like I'm very grounded to it. It's just like a fun tool that is an enhancer. It is an enhancer. And because I've had experiences where it's enhanced my life, like I believe in them, right? So that is my belief system. So same thing with human design. So human design is a spiritual assessment tool and I believe in it. Like every time I look at my chart, I believe that it's actually accurate. And every time I've ever done a reading, that person has always been like, oh my gosh, an aha moment, you're right. Like the chart's right, however you want to put it. And they're magical. They're like truly amazing, these readings. And anytime I've ever met a fellow human design coach, they say the same thing. They're like, I've never had someone tell me the chart's wrong. And, you know, because I'm always asked, like, have you ever had, you know, and they're like, no, never, 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 never. So it's truly this amazing tool. And I love using human design for not only readings, like a one-on-one reading, but also for groups, because if you do believe in human design, it is an amazing tool for understanding everyone else in the group as far as diversity. So there's all this chat out there about DEI and half the people don't walk the walk on that. Sorry, but not sorry. And human design is, you know, it's just from your birthday. You're not filling out questions. So it's truly the ultimate in understanding other people and how to relate to them. It's not a fortune-telling tool. It's not the same as astrology in terms of where they're trying to kind of tell you what may happen in, in the upcoming year. It's not necessarily a tool about money, like a money manifestation tool, let's say. It is not that. Money is obviously a byproduct of the actions and the work you do, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Money's just an energy, so this is not like Me trying to sell a money manifestation program like that is not this, it's just a really great system where you learn about yourself, you learn about your strengths, if you want to say, in the 3D world, strengths and weaknesses. Or you're open to learn. So, you're open to learn is quote unquote your weaknesses, right? And where some of us may consider that we're bad at something. But in human design, there's no bad. Like, you're just, this is it. This is how you were created by God, the universe, divine, however you wanna put it. Like, this is just how you were created. So, learn to know that, embody that, work within that and you'll go farther, faster. Like, it's just a great tool and so many levels. And in conjunction, I've had so much experience with personal development tools that are not human design, such as Myers-Briggs, HBDI, Bank, Enneagrams, and DISC. And I know there's even more than what I mentioned, but those are ones that I know I've pulled my assessments and you pull your assessments with those based on answering questions, right? So let's think about this people. Like let's start to really get smart about our brains. Our brains are processing centers. The information in our brain, like our little little brain, like our actual brain is based on experience. It's based on what you've learned. Not based on any type of like higher self guidance, intuition, anything like that. So if you're answering questions, I really want you to think about this. This is like life-changing what I'm telling you. If you're answering questions, it's based on experience. It's based on experience. And your experiences in your life change by the second. They change by the second. So to have a personal assessment test that is based on how you answer questions, think about it. Just be logical. Like, it could change tomorrow. You could have a different experience to change something that that changes how you answer the question. Really? Really? And I think it's hilarious when I see someone post, on LinkedIn is a great example, where someone's like, I use disk in my business and it's 80% accurate or 90% accurate. I'm gonna call bullshit on that. First of all, you really don't have a measure. So who's measuring that, quite frankly, from a scientific statistical standpoint? You really don't. But I also have experience with this. So when I was with Southwestern Coaching and Consulting in 2022, they use a DISC assessment in their coaching practice. And this was one of the huge reasons why I was not energetically aligned with working with Southwestern, one of the many. And that is because when I would use DISC for the client, which is just part of their program, so I had to do it. 50% 50% of the time on average the client would say this isn't right I don't agree with this to well I would say 100% of the time 50% of the the data that's what I want to say 50% of the data the client would be like this like doesn't make sense so I would also see that <laughs> as an intuitive coach. Like, we always would do the disc piece of it, maybe like two to three calls it in. So, I would have like a beat on the person already from like working with them and talking to them a couple times. And I'd be like, this assessment, I would not agree with this. Right. And they would say that openly before I even like nodded in agreement. So I personally have experience with DISC and knowing that it's okay to use it as a tool, but it is not a ride or die. It is not a ride or die. And I know I'm gonna ruffle some feathers with this, but I really don't care. There are coaches and especially coaching programs like Southwestern or other ones, let's say, for example, I'm just using that for context, that when they talk about the price of the program, And if they have details, often they put that assessment in, you know, how they structure their pricing, and they mark it up. (laughs) So they mark it up, they put, like, cushion, margin in there, based on, you know, them using it then as a tool, and let's say it only costs the company, like, $50, they may be charging you, like, $200 to use the tool. And I don't do that with human design, because... Fucking A, like you just pull your chart for free. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's on my website, I give you the link. Like you pull your chart for free. The gold, the energetic exchange in terms of money and value is in my knowledge of how to read the charts, of how especially the gates and channels, and my experience and the stories I add to help you understand the context of the system and yourself. And that is probably the number one feedback I always receive from my clients, is that I am really good at sharing context really good at sharing examples so the person goes oh yeah I get that I see that so I don't just like ramble data and like end the call at 45 minutes like a lot of readers do I actually like share like okay I can see this because of this and this and this and I really share context so the person walks away with like a clear understanding of like oh yeah now I see myself and I see how this really shows up for me in the 3D, in my everyday life, in my business, in my relationships, right? So I give those examples really, really heavily and generously, and let me tell you, that is part of my design. I'm a 3-5. So that's the martyr heteric, the teacher. So my mistakes and my learnings and all the crap that's gone on in my brain for all these years, I'm going to be 53 in April, is the 3. And the 5 is that I'm a communicator, I'm a teacher, right? So my human design actually shows up for me in what I do in what I do. It's just natural for me. It's natural. I love it. It lights me up. It helps me be satisfied, which is my self theme. So I'm living in my design by giving readings. Does that make sense? So when you really understand this, then you really can kind of look at your life and your business and go, okay, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing day to day? And does this make sense for how I've been created with the universe? So when I had (laughs) this group this past year, and I always have it where, you know, everyone in the group needs to be in alignment with doing this because, you know, 50% of the population is estimated to be star seeds, which is me and likely you if you're listening to this and you know I'm a spiritual business coach and mentor, but, you know, 50% are not. So my dad thinks, you know, every time I talk about human design, he kind of thinks I'm a little crazy, right? So that's fine. I love him still. It's all good. But when I had this group this past year and we started like really digging into everyone's charts and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's me. I see that in you, like all the things the manager said to me, she literally said, she goes, gosh, I wish this could just be part of my interview process. And that way I would really know everybody, like kind of know a little beat on them and in terms of hiring them and then in terms of them joining the team. And I'm like, yes, I I think that would be an amazing thing. And I kind of was like joking. I was like, yeah, if you own your own business, I would definitely think that that is something you could do. I mean, if everyone's in agreement to taking the assessment, it's just your birth information, my goodness, you have to give your birth information when you apply for a job, right? You have to even i think see your gender. I don't, I don't know if that's legal anymore. I don't know all that. But anywho, you know, that would be amazing, right? And we had that discussion last spring. So spring of 2023. Well, I have to tell you, one of the podcasts that I do listen to when I have time and I have a long drive, and she's probably one of my favorite podcasters. If I sat that thought about it, I'm like, she probably is, like, top five favorite podcasters, is Catherine zinkina Her podcast is Manifestation Babe. And if you are looking to pick up another podcast to listen to and you love listening to things about manifestation, like I highly recommend Catherine's podcast because I feel like she's like me. She's like no fluff. She overshares, which comes from a place of not worrying about lack. Like I, I think there's enough information out there. I believe that people don't even really hear everything I say. They certainly don't take action on everything I say. So I'm fine with sharing. Like I have no like lack of abundance about that. And so she's like that. I think she's entertaining. I I just love listening to her. So anyhow, so I was driving yesterday and it was so funny because I happened to listen to, I wrote this down, her episode 293. So again, Manifestation Babe, episode 293, and it's about halfway through Uh, but, But definitely listen to her whole episode. But about halfway through, she shares, and I was dying. I even had my husband listen to it this morning. She shares how, I guess, she does that in her business. She has everyone take a human, you know, pull their human design body chart. And she received, like, this nasty gram about it. And she read it on air. And she basically was like, that's your belief system and this is my belief system and we can just part ways. So, I had a good laugh because I do feel that, you know, if this is just not something you believe in and let's say you really believe in Myers-Briggs or you really believe in DISC and you're one of those coaches, then that's fine. Like I'm not trying to change your belief system. But this is my belief system, and this is why it's my belief system and the experience I've had around it. So you can say, oh, it's not scientific or blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I actually have experience in these things. I actually have experience in these things. I ride or die on this. Like, this is my experience. I have experience in these things. And when I interviewed for Target, gosh, this is, like, so long ago now. But when I interviewed for Target... The interview process at Target at that time, so this is like, I don't know, 25 years ago? My gosh, this is a long time ago. And their interview experience is, or was, because I truly don't know what it's like now, so this is in the past, was heavily, heavily, heavily on testing and meeting with a psychiatrist. It was mind-blowing. So I flew up to Minneapolis, and I met with, um, I had to take some pre-testing before. Then I had testing there. Then I had to meet with a psychiatrist who asked me all about my family. And then I briefly met with like two vice presidents, like literally like shook their hands, sat in a chair. Maybe they asked me a question and then I left. I felt like they were just trying to see if I was like purple with three heads or something like it was so fast and I had lunch with someone and that was it like I think I was done by like two o'clock like it was the craziest interview it had absolutely nothing to do with my background skill set um nothing <laughs> it was based on assessment tests and let me tell you I threw the tests. yep I threw the tests. and so what ended up happening was I like a divergent if you've ever seen that movie I then got the job immediately. I think same day I got like the call from the recruiter that I got the job. And then I started pretty quickly. And in my training class, because we get thrown into a training class first for a couple months, and then they decide where they're gonna put you. And in my training class, all the fellow trainees, and there was maybe like 15 of us, let's say, Got to go meet with the psychiatrist and hear about their results. I would say within like a month or so of joining the company. And I was never getting called. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, why is everyone like, everyone got their results and everyone this and that? And they were like talking about this at lunch or whatever. And then, you know, weeks go by. And finally, I said to my senior buyer, because by now I was placed. And I said to my senior buyer, I said, this is so weird. Like, I never got a call the HR or in the psychiatrist to hear my results. And my senior buyer was like, ooh. And she just really, like, look at me. And I was like, okay. Well, sure as shit. <laughs> when I met with the psychiatrist, he literally, I could actually, it's so clear in my mind all these years later, like what he looks like and how he was and his energy. And I didn't even realize that I was really great with like energy and intuition at the time. I was just like being me. And he just like looked at me. So I finally got my appointment. I had to basically beg for it. Finally get my appointment in the HR with the psychiatrist. And he like looks at me and he's like, "I'm not speaking to you. You're one of four people that has thrown the system. You can go now." <laughs> And yeah, I didn't need to say it didn't last there very long but I'm mostly I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur and I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing now which is helping people helping people see what they need to see like helping them move forward in their life or business helping them with blocks helping them with patterns helping them with energy work I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing now right because that's my gift that's my gift and I'm not supposed to be like living in a box and putting people in a box like no I wasn't a good fit for Target I wasn't a good fit for the politics I wasn't a good fit for the passive aggressive behavior I just wasn't and that's fine like I still shop at Target they have amazing jalapeno wontons. I had to go there the other day. So I love Target still. It's fine. I just wasn't a good fit and I'm mature enough adult to understand that. Like I was just not a good fit, so it's all good. But this goes back to my gate of 51. Like I'm a 51, I'm a shocker. Like that's what I do, that's how I live. So it was pretty amazing experience, but it just shows you again, like why I don't believe in personal assessment tests where you have to fill out questions because you can throw it, (laughs) you can totally throw it. And I wasn't the first, obviously I was one of four and I'm sure there were many after me that threw the test, and you know, they could they picked up on it and that's fine, it's all good. <laughs> Years later, I just like laugh. And again, I love Target. It's great. They have great, amazing jalapeno wontons in the freezer section by Archer Farms. So go buy yourself some, they're yummy. And yeah, the other thing I wanna talk about really quick in terms of belief system. This is kind of a long podcast, but I knew I had a lot to say. I had a call and I did a my newsletter about this a little bit. The other day, that newsletter, if you're on my email list, was called Living in Abundance. So this coach, um, an older coach, one that's been a coach for a very long time, uh, he's with a franchise and um, nice man. And he's in a group that, a coaching group, like a networking group, not for coaches, but he happens to be the kind of coach in the group. So these groups, a lot of these networking groups, like, want, like, one lawyer, one, you know, coach, one marketing person, you know, so when you network, you're referring each other, that's the premise, and I understand that, and I respect that. So, he was already in the group, and he and I are extremely (laughs) different, like, night and day. (laughs) Like I, like I was saying earlier, like, he's likely not a starseed. Totally fine. He's very 3D, very grounded, probably thinks I'm a whack job. All good. And... He um, was looking at my LinkedIn, and I, you know, told him what I do, and I said, "Not everyone's going to relate to me. I'm totally fine with that." Um, so, but he's looking at my LinkedIn while we're on this Teams call together, and he zeroes in on time management and it was fascinating because like literally we're so different from each other and if someone's going to relate to me they're going to relate to me if someone's going to relate to him they're going to relate to him and hire him or they could hire both of us i have three coaches like i'm in three different containers for coaching let's put it like that and um they're all different or they're all different coaches and i i am in their containers for different reasons even so I don't believe that there's lack in this industry I just really don't I've I've done a lot of work around this so I could see his energy because I felt like he was me you know two years ago and um and I've gotten so much stronger even so so anyhow so he's looking at it and he zeroes in on time management he's like well we both talk about time management and I'm like uh, yeah, like that's really the premise of coaching <laughs> It's time management. Everyone talks about time management. Like I don't think you can escape it. Like it's just part of like taking action is time management. When people give excuses of why they can't do something, like goes back to time management. When people are overwhelmed, like often it goes into time management. Like time management just is like drinking a glass of water like it is what it is and I said something to that alignment and he just wasn't gonna budge and I just said to him I said you know what I can completely see that I'm not going to shift your belief system and that's not my intention like I respectfully will you know email the um, owner of this community and see if there's another fit for me and if there is there is and if there's not there's not i'm good like i'm i'm good like i i have a lot of networking things going on do i need another one no maybe this is a sign from the universe that i really don't need this um that's fine like whatever that is that's fine like i'm not like hung up on this i'm not like worried about it but it was just so clear and I could just see it in his energy of like, I'm not going to shift his belief system. So I let it go and respect to him, like respect to him. He's had his place in this group for I don't know how long. It obviously must generate income for him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be um, you know adamant about me not being in a group and he does not have any social media presence so he probably gets his leads from this group and this is his pipeline for money so that's fine I respect that he was there first and I'm sure there's another place for me or my place is somewhere else within another structure it's totally fine so just really understanding that, you know, especially as we're in an election year, is where I've been guided to talk about. You're not going to change people's belief systems. Like they're going to shift it on their own. But trying to, if 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 at all, some people may never, and that's cool. Whatever. Like really understanding that. Really understanding that. You know, it. You're not. You yourself are not going to change someone's belief system. Like with like force. You know, you may shift someone's belief system because they're following your content, and they start to see it, they start to see it within themselves, you know, certain things happen, but trying to shift someone's belief system, like getting in an argument, getting in a debate, Um, you know, being a keyboard warrior, you know, like any of that behavior, calling someone a name, oh my gosh, that drives me crazy when I hear someone call somebody a name, like do not do that, stay away. Stay away from those people and don't be in that energy yourself. Like just share from a full heart, like your point of view, and those people will either be there because they're in alignment, right? or they may come around someday. They may come around in a year, they may come around in two years, five years, 10 years, whatever, it's not your place to dictate the timeline. Like that is not your place. Like just be you, worry about yourself, don't care about the other things, share from a place of love and your experience, like your real hardcore experience. So I'm gonna end on that note. I hope this really helps someone. Actually, I'm just gonna say, I know this helps someone because I, I don't like using the word hope and I'm gonna to try to cut that out of my vocabulary. I actually saw someone post about that on LinkedIn and I was already on the page and I was like, he's right. I gotta, I gotta check on that, check on that hope word. So hope is not a strategy. So, <laughs> so. Let me know what you think. If you are listening on YouTube, I would love it if you are subscribed, if you like and you comment. That would just make me so happy and very appreciative. I'm really intentionally growing my YouTube channel. I personally love YouTube. So if you are one of the people that are listening on YouTube and you have not subscribed yet and you do not like and you do not comment, please, please, that would mean the world to me. So my website is melindavanfleet.com. And until next time, I... Really wish you lots of success out there. We're going to have a crazy year, but very exciting at the same time. All right. Bye for now.